Hello, everyone, and welcome to another installment of the Quick Serve Podcast presented by our friends at Toyson Ford here in Chippewa Falls. Don't forget to check them out both in person and online. Great service as well on your car and truck. Scott here, Craig across the way, and Craig, we are entering into the winter months. Uh, at the time of this recording, we are in the holiday season as well, and Boy, oh boy, when, we, when you hit the, the winter months, people start thinking about winter safety and, and, and cars and all of that, and people hear about what to have in the trunk and make sure you give uh, proper time for braking and, and all of that, but you can never be reminded enough that winter is here. Yeah, and, and you always see the, the jokes on Facebook of, up oh, first snow, you're going to see all sorts of cars in the ditch, and I was down... Uh, on 53 after the first snow and saw a, a car that had crashed into a road sign. I was still there a couple of days later even. So it, it, it all it catches us off guard. We could be think we're great drivers in winter weather and be all prepared, but it, it always catches us off guard, that first storm. So, yeah, hey, I thought it would be a great idea to, to take a few minutes, talk about some of the things that uh, like that my family does to get ready for winter um, and, and things I do to make sure that my family's prepared in case when we're visiting other family in other parts of the state or other parts of the, just even Chippewa County, what things we do to, to make sure that our cars are ready for it. And obviously the first thing I think is really important this time of year is to test your battery. And, and that can be a part of uh, just having a battery tester. Uh, obviously we'll do that here for you at the dealership. If you just go to an auto parts store, a lot of those places will test your battery, replace it for you. Make sure your battery is running good because the last thing you want to do is uh, get in your car and it's 20 degrees below zero and your, and your car won't start. And, and obviously battery power drops, power drops more as the temperature drops. So you want to make sure that stuff's all good, ready to go. And the, the next thing I, I would say to do to be prepared for winter weather, make sure your heating system is in good working order. You don't want to be having uh, an inefficient system. It's not running as well as it should. If you are uh, stranded somewhere, you know, driving to a ditch and you're not going to be seen for a couple of hours until the sun comes up or, uh, you know, a heavy snow is coming down. You want to make sure that you've got a heating system to work off of. So that's the second thing I would say to be prepared for ahead of time. And the third thing is we've had discussions about what winter tires are um, and, and the benefits of that. But at the very least, we want to make sure if we have an all-season tire that we've got uh, not only decent tread life. So I, I, I always tell people, you know, we, we replace tires here at the dealership on a used car that comes in. If it's anything below 530 seconds, you'll see a lot of places online say 230 seconds uh, of an inch. That's really low to me. I, I don't think I'd drive tires much below 430 seconds of an inch here. When you think about how important they are to you staying on the road, the traction, if your tires are getting to that point, which is if you put a penny down there and uh, you can see most of Abe Lincoln's head, it's it's time to, 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 to get new tires. So, And then on top of that, make sure your tire pressure is up. Uh, that's a big thing we see this time of year. Tire lights start to come on because we see so many people uh, have their tire pressures dropped. And the easiest way to do that is if you look in your door on your car, it's going to tell you both the front and the rear tires uh, what you should have from a, a, a standard PSI. And that's going to be you know, 30, 32, 35, maybe even 40 if you got some certain vehicles. It's going to tell you that right there. And you can go to like a quick trip or you know, come to our dealership, obviously. But you go to a quick trip and you can pump in and uh, punch into their air machine right there and say, uh, I want 35 PSI tires, put it right on your wheel, and it'll subtract if you're too high, add it if you're too low, and when it's uh, at 35, it'll just turn right off. So that's a great thing to do to make sure your tires are running the best. And then obviously the, the, the next two things are pretty basic, but, I mean, check your wiper blades, make sure that they're great, uh, replacement if needed, and then we want to make sure that our, our wiper fluid is rated for 30 degrees below zero. A lot of times we have summer fluid and uh, winter fluid. Make sure that you're at the 30 below zero. So those are the main things I would say to get ready for the car itself. Anyway, so I would and now start bring up some of those uh, 
some of those uh, old wise tales, if you will, and see if uh, there's truth to them. Uh, you'll hear some people say, well, you should make sure the car's running a little bit before you, you take it out on the road uh, in, a, in, a, in a cold day. Is that necessary? Is that something you guys see a lot of here that you you have to start it running for five, ten minutes before you take it out? No, nah, they're, they're really, really uh, relatively ready to go right away. Uh, and the, the other part of that I would say is if you're going to start your car, which I, I get it, it's, nice, it's nicer to get into a warm car, especially heated seats and using a remote start to get your car warmed up. But do not warm your vehicle up in an enclosed area. If you're going to, you know, if it's in the garage, make sure the garage door is open or back it out of the garage and go back in the house. But it's just not a good idea to... to to start that vehicle in the garage and let it run for 10, 15 minutes out there. Bad things can happen in a short amount of time, so you want to make sure you're taking care of that stuff. One thing I heard a lot of when I was uh, living in North Dakota, and you worried about your car starting in the day when you'd have two straight weeks of uh, minus 10, was people would say, well, always make sure you have at least half a tank of gas. That way it's going to start. If you have less than half a tank, it's not going to start. Forgetting about the fact of you want to keep your gas tank as full as you can, for trips, you never know when something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Do you need to have gas in the tank to ensure it's going to start? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, as far as ensuring it to start, not as big of a deal. It's more so if you were to get stranded somewhere. And, like, North Dakota is a great example because you could go off a road and be stuck there for 12, 15 hours or even a couple of days before someone sees you in some of the parts. <laughs> and and, and that, those, there's those spots here in Chippewa County, too. So I, you know, that that's number one rule I tell my wife is, hey, let's keep at least half a tank of gas uh, in our car. And it was something that was uh, heavily ingrained into me when I was a kid is make sure you at least got a half tank of gas in the winter because uh, you, you can use that heat from, you know, you can use that gas to heat the car up, make sure that you're staying warm and, and if that car is, is, is stranded. And what I've read online, I think I've never been in the situation is just run that heater long enough to take away the chill. You don't want to, you don't want to, you know, get yourself toasty warm. You just want to get rid of that chill so you're not getting into a dangerous point of cold. But you want to, you want to be able to conserve fuel because you just don't know how long you're going to be there. We hear the horror stories. I tend to give them more as like a Colorado type thing, but the horror stories are someone stuck for a week. And I, I don't think that in Chippewa County, we're going to be in that situation. Where we're going to be stuck somewhere more than you know, 12 hours until the plows get out because we have such a great uh, highway force here. And same with Eau Claire County and all the surrounding counties. But just be be mindful of that. You don't want to waste that gas that you've got in there, you know, running it to stay warm for too long. So, And obviously the other thing is when you're stuck there, let's make sure that it, uh, your exhaust pipe is clear too. You don't want to have that covered up, which could be putting fumes back into your car and have the same issue as if you're running inside your garage. So, I grew up in an area where we averaged uh, 100 in- inches of snow a year. And I'd always, people say, well, Scott, what what are your pieces of advice for for traveling in snowy conditions and i said this this is what i learned growing up don't try to be a hero out there (laughs) if if it's bad weather stay home unless you absolutely have to everybody hey we all everybody thinks they can grill everybody thinks they can coach football and everybody thinks they can drive in the snow (laughs) uh you know relax sometimes even if you've got a nice you know all all terrain vehicle big old truck whatever be smart, reconsider. Do you really have to go out to the store on that day? Yeah. Is it some? Is it work you can do remotely? Uh, that's important too. But when you have to go out, give yourself time. And even if you're comfortable driving, always remember there's other people out on the road. You don't know what their ability is. So even if you've got confidence, you never know what the person next to you is. Uh, so I think time is always uh, a key thing there. But Yeah, and, then we, <laughs> and, th- and then I would say there's, there's also some things that we should have inside our car to really be prepared. And some of them are pretty basic common sense. I mean, a flashlight, mm-hmm. maybe a toolkit, 
um, first aid kit. I, I think most people in, in Wisconsin are going to have jumper cables in their car, you know, one of the cars at least. Um, but you're starting to see like jumper packs be available more readily mm-hmm. that uh, that aren't as much money. The shelf life on those tend to be a little bit shorter. But, um, I mean, if you can jump your car with one of those packs, which we do here on the lot once in a while when we've got vehicles that need it, those are all great things to have in there. Make sure you've got a phone charger in there and maybe even an extra battery pack that you're carrying on your person. I always keep one in my um, in my, my duffel bag that I'm, you know, go taking from work and stuff that uh, I've got a way to charge my phone if need be in an emergency situation. Hats, gloves, a blanket, um, and, you know, get creative. If you're in a situation where you're stuck there, lift up the floor mats. I mean, you, those are thick pieces of material. Use those, wrap them around your legs. They're going to make a big difference in keeping you warm. Um, snow shovels, snow scrapers. Uh, I've seen sand, you know, maybe a, a tub of sand or some cat litter just to give yourself some traction. If you're stuck on ice, mm-hmm. so you can put that down in front of the wheel to help you get out of there. I think the big one you like mentioned that. that a little, little shovel. I think yeah. that, I think the, that's something now I start taking. Yeah. You, ne- you never know what's going to happen. You end up just going, uh, just a little bit, even in a parking lot somewhere and you end up in uh, one of those snow banks that they've put up. Nothing major. You didn't do any damage to your car. You're not even that deep in it, but mm-hmm. if you get it just right. It's hard to move out of that pack of snow there, and you're, yeah. <laughs> it, it saves you a lot of time if you've got a little shovel to dig yourself out, as opposed to getting on your hands and knees and maybe calling some other people over to help right. you out. Right. Uh, preparing for the worst, I think, is the the key thing. Prepare for the worst, and you can always pull back from there. Yep. And, and the last thing I'd say, energy food. Uh, if you're going to be stuck in your car for a couple hours, just throw a Cliff Bar in there, or. Uh, granola bar, something with a little bit of energy, a little bit of protein to get, to get you through just because you don't know how long you're going to be there. Let's make sure that you're in the best situation to survive and, and get back to your family. So a lot of things that sound a little extreme, but uh, it's the old Boy Scout motto, always be prepared. Greg, thank you very much. Thank you.